0: Everyone and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert and I'm Jennifer Edwards, and we are business, business besties. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host Edie with my friend Jennifer, and it's so good to be back. It is good to be back. So today we're going to talk about the desert, and we've kind of been discussing this before we hit record and. Um, we're just going to ask ourselves a couple of questions and we're going to dive into it. Um, So here we go. Here
1: we go. I just want to preface this with, I don't have answers. We just have questions. (laughs) If we come up with answers that sound good, that'd be great. But um, I think we just have a lot of questions.
0: Yes, we do. (laughs) So we all know that the Israelites traveled through the desert for 40 years, led by a leader. Um, And so we just... We both kind of have a desert that we've identified, and we kind of want to share that with you today. But we also want to share um, some questions that you might be able to ask yourself on what your desert is. And and I think the first and foremost best part of the whole desert, because let's just be real, the desert isn't pretty. Let's just, we're gonna I'm mm-hmm. gonna dive into that in a minute. But what is your desert? And once you've identified it, then you can hopefully walk through it and sure. get through it. Right. So. Um, I was telling Jennifer that as a child growing up, I watched all these movies. Hollywood really painted a beautiful picture of Palm Springs, which is in the desert. And um, a few years ago, my husband and I had the opportunity to go with his siblings and their spouses. We'd go on a, an annual trip, all eight of us. And we we selected Palm Springs because none of us had ever been there. We heard it was beautiful. Um, we go in the summertime. And we get there, and it's hotter than blue blazes. I mean, I don't care if it is a dry heat. It was hot. Like 190 degrees, right? 190 in the shade, for heaven's sakes. And it's brown. Huh. And I guess I'm spoiled by being in Oklahoma, and a lot of people say, ooh, what's in Oklahoma? Well, you know what? We have summer, spring, fall, and winter. Yes, we do. We have all the seasons. So we we actually get to see all the seasons. It's it's brown. <laughs> Palm Springs is brown. The mountains are brown. There's no there's no flat I mean there's no green trees, there's no pines, there's no wow. There might be desert flowers. Desert flowers are not pretty to me. <laughs> You know, so why, why did I believe, Hollywood painted this fantasy of it being beautiful and only the elite of the elite of the elite live there, but why? Right. Why do they, okay, they have golf courses and yes, their golf courses are, but do you know how much it costs to go to golf? No, I'm not a golfer. It was a lot. It was a lot. So (laughs) I say all that to say the desert is hot, dry, it's lonely. Because he really wants to go to the desert? Right. Not me. Not me. And my husband has wanted me to go back. And I'm saying, so, no, take your buddies and go. And you go to the golf courses. Because I didn't enjoy it. Right. I did not enjoy right. it. It was hot.
1: Well, I mean, how many humans that we know of were actually physically designed to live in a hot desert? our bodies like literally we are not li- when logistically-
0: god created the world when it, the garden of eden <laughs> right it was not it was not brown with no foliage correct and we live in green country
1: so for our romanian listeners yes. and our uh, i believe we have some germany some germany so we live in a part of Oklahoma. It's called Green Country, yes. and it appropriately is named that because year-round you can find green. If we if we have trees that have lost leaves in the winter time, we still have what are called evergreens. Evergreens, and we still get to see green and. Yes. We're so spoiled and accustomed to all the seasons and how yes. beautiful it is here. So it's, it is definitely different to go to the
0: desert. I, I, would, I would invite those people that live in Palm Springs to come, come to Oklahoma and see what you're missing <laughs> because, really. holy uh. cow, it's just brown. It's just brown. <laughs> so, Jennifer, what's your desert? What do you, what do you consider your desert? You know, the place
1: that I feel the driest and the loneliest in my business, Mm because we're business besties besties. and appropriately named (laughs) podcast, honestly, that place for me in business is marketing. Mm -hmm. And the crazy part is is I love marketing. I love the concept of marketing. But the actual results portion of marketing is very frustrating to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Partly because... I've been in business long enough now, April will be five years, that I've watched how social media worked and now social media doesn't work. Yeah. And I've devoted just ridiculous amounts of time to the social media aspect of business and gotten zilch from it. Mm-hmm. And it's time is our most important and expensive commodity. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that kind of time to commit to mm-hmm. something that I have not had any success with. Right. And so, I have my own way of wanting to market and I'm having to learn it's okay if I don't like social media. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not going to hear that from anybody else Mm -hmm. because there's nobody else out there that's going to tell you it's okay not to Mm -hmm. be on social media. But for me... I am so relationship-driven, and what I do in my business is so relationship-driven. Nobody's going to hire me unless they know me. Right, right. No one is going to be in a mastermind or hire me as a consultant for their business if they don't know me. Right. And even in the, the thing that I do that has the least amount of um, you-have-to-like-no-trust-me to do it is the vision board process. And even that, to some degree, people have to at least... Like, no, trust you for that. And so I'm so much on the relationship side of that that I, and I'm still working my way through it. And you'd think after five years I'd have this all, no. I hope that speaks to somebody,
0: their heart. It
1: does. That it's okay if you're five years in and you still haven't figured out marketing.
0: (laughs) Because I think it, it, it also relates to the Israelites being in the desert, which is kind of what we're relating to, in that you had to walk through that desert to figure out where, marketing and how marketing fits into your business plan. 100%. And, and so, just like the Israelites, you had to walk through that. You had to sit and and try to discover or create all the things that needed to be on social media. And when, in fact, what it basically came down to was it building relationships like know and trust. Those are the people that are going to join your mastermind. Those are the people that are going to do the vision boards. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to find them on Facebook, which... <laughs> I'm I'm choosing my words. You should see the look on her face. I'm <laughs> choosing my words very wisely here. Um, Facebook is not the know all, tell all, be all for businesses. It's 100%, just not a hundred percent. And especially
1: in the later months, last yeah, multiple months, they've changed a lot of things. Right. And and it's it really is pay to play, right? And and mind you. When in history, I want I want
0: I want us to to focus on that. Pay to play. play. Yeah. Pay to play. If you want to pay to play, Mm -hmm. you'll be in the algorithm, and if you don't, you won't. Right. And you got to
1: understand how all of that works. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't have the time. No, I don't have the time to understand how to create ads, and because it's not, they, it is not that user friendly. I mean, I. It just isn't. So yeah. I mean I could go into all of that, but I'm not going to. But it it's just not that easy. And no.
0: so yeah. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, well, my my desert was numbers and heavy on the was. Um yeah. I and I and I'm still learning. I'm still I mean, Jennifer and I had a conversation before we started this podcast about my numbers. Um and I think that for me, um, it was the lie that started with you're not good at numbers. And then I, I said that repeatedly many times a week and believed it, that I wasn't good at numbers. I was never going to be good at numbers. Um, I'm not an accountant. And and why I was trying to be an accountant, I don't know because that's not that was not my job title. Um, but as a business owner, I have to know my numbers. I have to know what's coming in and what's going out. And um, so just to be able to, get to that point where I wasn't afraid. And I think that's, it's the fear of the unknown. Um, Cause what you don't know is you don't have knowledge of, you, you don't, have, don't know what you, you don't know. Yeah. You can't, you can't have wisdom if you don't know what you're looking at. And so um, just di- help, you know, diving in there and Jennifer helping me and, and a couple other people that to not be afraid. And there are even still times to this day when I procrastinate and I think, oh, I don't want to do the numbers, but once I get in there, I can't stop because then it's like, oh, I know this and I know this and I know this and I know this, and so, um, just, just getting in there and well, and I'm getting into the sand and yeah, <laughs> as as the be- granular, you yeah. get
1: down into the granular
0: yeah. part of it, yeah. And even though that sand sometimes is hot and sticky and hurts your feet, and you know, I I, I liken it to. Um, going to the beach because that's, I, I love to go to the beach, but if you take your shoes off before you get to the water on a hot sunny day at the beach, yeah, it burns it and does. it hurts. Yeah. And, and you know that when you come back, even though you wash under the little showers that they have, not all the sand comes Never. off. <laughs> Never. So, you know, getting in there into the granular, grand, granular, granular feel of the sand and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But you got to go there.
1: Well, and I will add to that. I I cannot recommend enough that if you are listening to this and you are a business owner and you are not doing your numbers, it is January, go find a bookkeeper. Yeah. Because the the fact of the matter is you're already spiraling because you didn't mm-hmm. do your numbers for 2021 mm-hmm. and you're in trouble mm-hmm. because now you have to do your taxes and you're going to spend months mm-hmm. doing either your numbers yourself or paying somebody dearly to get everything caught up so that you can get your taxes done. Start now. Yes, it's an expense. Yes, it is. However, knowing what your profit is each month makes all the difference. It's just a tool. Like, so many people that I talk to... See all of this as, oh, I have to do it for the IRS. No. no.
0: You're doing it for your yeah. business. And, and I had that mentality. I had that mentality. And it's it's prevalent.
1: Yeah. You're doing it for your business. It's the most important tool you have. It's more important than your phone, mm-hmm. your computer, mm-hmm. your car. It's the most important tool you have. And if you hire a bookkeeper, a couple of days after the, after the end of the month, they're going to shoot over some reports to you. They're going to show you exactly what your profit margin is. And then you can talk to your bookkeeper about it or you can talk to your CPA about it. But if you don't have the numbers, you can't make good business decisions. Exactly. And so I I wanted to dig back just a little bit in something Edie said. She said that there was just this lie that continued Mm -hmm. and continued and continued Mm -hmm. that she just didn't know numbers. And one of the prayers that I have for myself that I pray often over myself is, Lord, Take away the lies that I don't even know I've been told Mm -hmm. and that I believe. Yes. Because you don't, I say this to clients all the time, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, you also don't know what lies you've been told Mm -hmm. because he's sneaky. Mm -hmm. He's a snake. He came here. And
0: that's the only authority that he has is that he's a a liar. He's a liar. Nothing else. Right. And so that's what he uses every single day. Right.
1: And he sneaks in. It looks like the truth. It Mm -hmm. feels like the truth. Mm -hmm. It feels like the partial truth. Yeah. Ask God to re, even if He doesn't. Re, I mean, I don't even want. Sometimes I don't even want to know yeah. what He lied to me about because honestly, it doesn't matter. Right? What matters is that God just removes the lie so I can be the best version of myself that I can be as a business consultant to other people right. and to myself and to my family and to my health and all the other
0: things. Yeah. And one of the, one of the I want to piggyback on something that that Jennifer said about hiring a bookkeeper. I know personally um, when I was in the muck of all my numbers, I couldn't even afford to do a bookkeeper. Sure. So find a friend, get a mentor, yeah. you know, tap into them until you can afford to buy a bookkeeper, but, but get to that point mm-hmm. where if, if that's not, if that's not your gifting, that's totally fine because God made us all different. He didn't make us all bookkeepers and accountants. He just didn't do it, but tap into those people that mm-hmm. have that knowledge yeah. so that you can get to where you need to be. Cause it is, yeah. your numbers are so, so important. Yeah.
1: Well, and I, I agree, and I know that um, not everybody, especially when they're first beginning, mm-hmm. can afford a bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that should be you're your goal. Very yes. So I was getting ready to say your very first goal when you make mm-hmm. an extra three hundred dollars a month because that's about what your right. bookkeeper is going to cost you three to four hundred. Money spent. It ever. is going to be the most important
0: yes first goal for your business is to have yes. a bookkeeper. Yes, yes, I agree one hundred percent. Okay, so let's let's ask the next question. Okay. We actually did number two. What's your story about being in the desert? Okay. Marketing, Marketing and, yes. and numbers. So the next question is Did you learn what God was trying to teach you? Or did he say take another lap? <laughs> so <clears throat> excuse me. I always when people when I would hear this message about the Israelites being in the desert mm-hmm. and 40 years, you know, 40 long hot years, I would always have this vision of them just Take another lap. They mm-hmm. get. They take a lap. They still didn't learn what God had for them, so He just sent them on another lap. But it really wasn't a lap. It was just a a, a constant road that they traveled for forty years in right. one direction. But so, in your marketing desert, at what point did you feel like you learned you learned the lesson? You know that God was trying to show you. <laughs> I was
1: listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's original. <laughs> that is so original. <laughs> so true, though. Yes. I was listening to a podcast. It was the Biz Chicks podcast, mm-hmm. and um, it's been in the last year, actually, and she actually is the one that, I mean, if somebody that you don't know can give you permission, <laughs> but she talked about relationship marketing mm-hmm. and what that looks like mm-hmm. and how important that is.
0: I'm, now, let's let's just... Relationship marketing. Mm-hmm. That's your marketing. Right. Okay, go ahead. I yes. just want to make sure that our listeners are yes. catching that yes. keyword. Relationship, relationship marketing. marketing. It's not all about Facebook. Okay, go ahead. It's not all about <laughs> social media at all.
1: Um, this podcast, and if I can find it, I will link it. I'm ma- making a note as I talk, so y'all hang loose here. Um <laughs> Relationship marketing. Um, so she said that, I mean, basically what I've just said, mm-hmm. that not all marketing works on social media or other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: that. And I remember when you told me about this, mm-hmm. you called me so excited. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry I keep interrupting. But <laughs> all the things are coming back. The wheels are turning. <laughs> it. Okay,
1: so here's how I knew mm-hmm. A hundred percent that this was the message I needed to hear mm-hmm. about marketing. And it was because my shoulders dropped. Mm-hmm. My anxiety about marketing mm-hmm. kind of melted away. Mm-hmm. And it felt like something very natural to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. was actually already doing a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know. I didn't know how to put the language around it. Right. And I learned more through right. that podcast. I learned more techniques and ways and, 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 Steps to make sure that I was really doing it well, right? And I mean, relationship marketing is, a, I mean, that's that was
0: the turning point, yeah, right there. So, my turning point was I was listening to a message <laughs> on a podcast, <laughs> I guess it was a podcast, it's one of those, but um, he was talking about Adam and Eve and in the garden, and um. They ate the apple, and then they went and hid in the bushes. And, you know, here comes God. They hear him coming. They run into the bushes. Like, God can't see him or hear him. He knows all. <laughs> I know. and that's all. hilarious? Um, and he said, where are you? Like, he didn't know where they were. Right. Right? Where are you? And Adam said, we're over here. And um, he said, why are you hiding? And he said, well, we're naked. And he, well, who told you that? And then the the person doing the message went off about, who told you that? And then I immediately thought... Who told me that? Right. Hold, hold on. Who told me I didn't? Right. And then I got mad. I got really, because <laughs> I had been saying this for years. Right. For years, mm-hmm. giving credit to, I don't know, I'm don't I don't, I'm not good at numbers. That was the lie. I'm not good at numbers. You're mm-hmm. not good at numbers. Mm-hmm. You're going to fail every time. And that's what, that was the turning point for me. And that was probably three years ago. 'Cause it's after the nonprofit, it was yeah. yeah. So it's probably three twenty nineteen. And I just I love this
1: because I feel like if everybody who's listening would just stop, mm-hmm. take a deep breath, yeah, and think to themselves, what's the most difficult thing I'm dealing with right now? Right. And then ask the question, Who told me that? Yeah.
0: Who That's told me
1: I can't lose weight? Mm-hmm. Who told mm-hmm. me
0: that I'm a bad driver? Who told me that I can't do numbers? Mm-hmm. Who told me that? Mm-hmm. Who told me I'm a bad wife? Who told me I'm a bad, bad mother? Yeah. Who told me I'm a bad friend? I can't, you know, I don't have any deep relationships with friends. Who told you that? Right. Who's telling you that? And Just, if, Yeah.
1: And if you can't identify the voice that told mm-hmm. you that, yeah. then I'm pretty sure we know where that came from. Yes. But, at the same time, if you can, even if you can hear the yeah. voice that told
0: you that, it doesn't make them right. No. No. It does
1: not make them right.
0: No. Because that's not the way the Father speaks to you. No. That is not the way He speaks nope. to you. Not at all. In spite of your mistakes, your what you call failures, He never mm-hmm. He never says, you failed at that. I've mm-hmm. never had the Holy Spirit say, you failed. I've Correct. never. Correct. Never heard that. Ever. Yeah. So.
1: And we... The more you spend time in prayer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the more time in prayer and quiet. Yeah. We have to, we can pray however it is that you pray, but I do feel like you've got to get quiet too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really need to get quiet. Mm-hmm. And you need to listen to that still small voice. Yeah. And I, I wrote this down the other day, um, and they said, the person that said it, if you can't figure out if it's the Holy Spirit or you, Stop and ask God. Mm -hmm. I don't recognize this. Is this me or is this Mm -hmm. you? That's good. I've come to be able to really know in my knower Mm -hmm. when it's the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Because for me, and maybe this resonates with someone else, I'll be thinking about a thing and this thought will come spiraling in that is absolutely out of nowhere. Right? Right. And it many times won't even be about that situation, Mm -hmm. but it's that it's, it just feels so confident, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. And I always try to stop and write it down or my classic is if I'm somewhere, I'll email it to myself, which is why I have a lot of unread emails (laughs) right now because I'm always emailing myself. (laughs) So, (laughs) but that's, it's really important that you are listening and then when if I'm writing, I put giant brackets around it that mm-hmm. this was the holy spirit who mm-hmm. who brought that message mm-hmm. to me, but it's no I think being able to hear that still small voice in the desert
0: is like that refreshing drink of water, yeah, yeah, yeah it's the rains it's the and it's not a rainstorm it's it's that light sprinkle yeah. that just starts cooling you off yeah. in the desert, yeah. yeah. Can't you just visualize that? Yeah, I yeah. can. I can. <laughs> <laughs> For a subject that we were struggling with, I think that was a really good. Yeah, we really did good. good. Okay. Um, we always end our podcast in a celebration or a kick in the butt, and I have a celebration. Today. Yay! Yay! So, um, this last year, we I I had a co working space that that I was trying to manage, and it was a time sucker. So. With the closing of the yoga studio, the Holy Spirit also said I needed to turn that over to the two um, businesses that were in actually using the building because I wasn't in the building any longer. I moved all my stuff over to the day spa because it was too hard to be in two places at one time and divide my time equally and all the things. I mean, I literally am shuffling hats back and forth all day long. So so I met with them and I told them, Here, you know, here's your rent. This is the only, the only uh, utility that you have to pay. Um, and that's it. And I walked away and, um, the utility, the, the, the internet bill is just kind of astronomical for, for what we're, we're, we're doing there. Um, it's, it's basically a therapist and another nonprofit that are using the offices and the bill's $240. Isn't that crazy? It's stupid, right? It's gracious. And it wasn't, and the internet wasn't even working. So we had, I mean, there was like, after, after September 1st, I was, you know, getting phone calls from the other two people and, you know it's not working it's down we're having to work from home cuz we're doing telehealth and all the things and so after you know four or five phone calls to Cox oop, i wasn't going to say the name but there oops, it is <laughs> oops oops but there is a, there is a good ending to this so i'm i'm going to i'm going to give them a shout out um they called me into a meeting with the two of them and they just said we can't afford this and 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 me not paying attention i signed a 3 year contract in mm. may of last year mm. that was on me my bad I was at a, that was a very tumultuous time. I was trying to figure out what to do with the yoga studio, blah, blah, blah. And I just signed the contract and didn't pay attention to the details, right? So here I am. I'm committed to another, what, year and a half, basically, a little year and three quarters. And they they don't want to, they want to get a different provider because they've called and they can't get any changes in the billing. Mm. It's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. So I basically say, if that's what you want to do, it's on me. I just have to finish paying out the contract. And I added it up, and it was over $5,000. Well, to take $5,000 out of my nonprofit and pay towards this contract was a lot. Right. was a lot. Right. And I said, you know what? I have a card from a guy that works for them. Um, I worked with him when I very first opened my business. Let me even see if he's there. I'll reach out to him. We had a pretty good relationship back in the day. So I reached out to him. He was still there. And I just explained to him what was going on. I've got, you know, I'm a nonprofit, they're a nonprofit, there's a therapist in there. And two hundred and forty bucks a month is a lot when you only have four people working in the office space. Why, you know, and then what what prompted all of this was that the therapist received a email saying, join join us for sixty dollars a month. So how can you provide sure. the same service at sixty dollars a month and we're paying two hundred and forty? Right. Okay. Exactly. And he said, you know, I don't know. And she, I guess the the nonprofit girl lady, had contacted them, and they gave her a thirty five dollar discount on the bill for six months. And taking into consideration, she's a nonprofit. Um, COVID is still active, and and it's you know, so all the things, right? We can't do fundraising. Da da da. So I call him and I tell him all the things, and he said, you know what? Just send me an email. I'll get with my boss, and we'll see what happens. And I said, okay. So I sent him an email. I I copped it to the fact that I signed the contract without signing the, you know, reading the details. That's on me. And I gave them three options to help us get through this contract. Um, They could maybe give us $35 a month for a year, right? Or maybe they could give us a $35 a month for the remainder of the contract. Or maybe they could reduce the cost of the service to $150, which is what we can afford to pay. right? And he said, well, my boss is out of town. Monday's a bank holiday, you know. And so I didn't expect to hear from him for about a week or so. Sure. Even if, even if I heard, right? Right. Two days after, on Thursday, he called me. And he said, are you sitting down? And I said, yeah, I'm in my office. He said, have you looked at your email? Nope, I just sent you an email. I need you to look at that email and open it up. I said, okay. I opened it up. And he said, but before you read the details of this new contract, and he said, I do want you to read the details because that was one of the things that you didn't do before, he said, I want you to know that your email impacted me so much and it impacted my boss so much. This is not the normal type of email that we receive. Number one, you presented a problem, but you gave us three solutions. He said, never. He said, I can't tell you the last time Wow, I have received an email like this. And yeah. he said, based on that, my boss literally asked me, what do you want to do for her? And he goes, this is what I want to do. And he said, now I need you to look at the details of your email. My new bill amount is one fifty seven for the remainder of my contract. Oh wow, yeah, wow. So, if and you, are they going to fix it so it actually works? Oh, and it's been working. We oh, finally okay. got to the bottom of that problem, and oh, it has okay. been working, okay. but only for like the last 30, 45 days, right? Um, well, and that was in December, so I mean it's probably more than that because it's the end of January. But, um, but so I say all of that to say. If you're problem-solving, go the length of the, of the field mm-hmm. to problem-solve. That's so good. And then just leave it in God's... Pray over... I prayed over the email before I sent it and said, whatever comes back, I know that if it comes back and they say no and I have to pay out $5,000 on the contract, you're going to help mm-hmm. provide. You're going to show me a way to bring in that extra money so that I can pay that bill. It's on me. I made a mistake. Right. But he said, owning that mistake, offering three solutions... He said, I could have picked the first one. I could have said 35. I could have said, nope, you just got what you got. Right. But, you know, so that, I truly felt like God was in the whole, come to find out, his mother has cancer. Mm. He goes every week to Bartlesville to take her to the doctor. Wow. So, I mean, there was just so many things that were intertwined among, and he didn't even know. He didn't even know what my nonprofit did. And they said, oh, by the way, what do the nonprofits do? And then I told him, he goes, oh, my mom has cancer. Wow! Yeah, so you never know how God is yeah. working in the details. It's true. So that's my celebration. Song. All right. Um. So I have a celebration. <clears throat> we just talked
1: about how much I marketing is just not my favorite thing to do, and I'm doing. I've been doing my best in um one day at a time. Just as I'm connected to people, I take. I walk through that door, mm-hmm. and so um. God has honored that, and I have been being, have been being, that's not good grammar. <laughs> Let's try that again. There have been. There you go. There you go. Um, people, women, who have just reached out to me randomly. I heard about you because of, actually, we one of them was because of the podcast. podcast. And I would like to discuss this, that, and the other with you. Mm-hmm. And this comes on the heels of me being very, very distracted from my business because of some things that are going on in my personal life with my family and um me becoming a, a somewhat of a caregiver for a family member, and just walking through all of those things I've never had to do before, and you know everything being foreign and me just having, I mean, it really is the the throw my hands in the air and go god you're just going to have to if you want me to have this business you're just going to have to bring have the people because it. i absolutely uh-huh. do not have anything left uh-uh. in me uh-uh. Uh-uh. and i i like to say that i like to tell my clients that you want your cup overflowing into a saucer and you give out of the saucer because your cup being full allows you to be uh-huh. a better you for all of those other people but i was working from such a deficit like not only
0: was my cup not full, nothing on the saucer, nothing in the cup, nothing was, in the teapot or the coffee pot, even pouring into the cup. Was, I can speak to that for her.
1: Okay. It was really, really something sucked but God, dry. But God is good, and, <laughs> oh, he, yes, is he, is. Yes, and he is faithful, and He has sent people, mm-hmm. and it. I I just am doing my best to respond and take care of those people the very best that I know how, mm-hmm. and that's my celebration. Yeah. Is my celebration is God? Yeah. It is his provision, his marketing, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better. Yeah. Because I just don't have it right now. Yeah. And he knows it. And he he knows where I am. He meets us where Mm -hmm. we are. Mm -hmm. He knows all the situations. And, yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Yep.
0: I love it. I love the whole saucer thing. I love that he shows up especially when we least expect it, when we're doing all the things that we feel like we need to be doing when it comes to our families and he's still providing anyway and gives us those little nuggets to hang on to to get us through the rough times. So that's amazing. All right, so Jennifer, how do we get in touch with you if we want to for vision boards or mastermind?
1: Uh, Easiest way is to email me, Jennifer at directionmasterminds.com. And I will direct you to um, where I have vision boards' uh, dates already set. Or we can just set your own date. Mm-hmm. Either one is fine. And, of course, um, ask me about masterminds. Ask me what that looks like. Mm-hmm. and Or ask me about consulting. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I don't have all of this automated in some fancy, pretty way with a yeah. bow on it. Mm-hmm. It's all relationship marketing. So, yeah. I... It to me, I, I just have to have conversations. I'm more than happy to jump on a Zoom for 30 minutes to mm-hmm. chat and see if it mm-hmm. is a good fit because
0: yeah. really it's about relationships. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And my email is EDIE at stonebrookdayspa.com. And then, of course, you can go to our website, stonebrookdayspa.com or the stonebrookproject.org to check us out and see what we're all about. So thank you very much for joining us today, and we'll be back next week. Um, We're going to talk about our words over the next two weeks, delight and simple, and you will not want to miss these two episodes. So we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Edie. And
1: this is Jennifer. And we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already. Thank you.